everybody. Welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. You know it's the 18-minute podcast to the spa and wellness business. We are actually taping after Memorial Day, and I'm going all the way from Arizona to New Mexico. We're going to talk to my friend Justin Sturgis today. He's been, I always say, Justin, I've been in the industry 34 years, but before we started, you said you've been at it 36 years, so I get to look up to you now. Welcome to Flock and Gather. (laughs) Thank you, Alan. I appreciate it. I've been wanting to uh, do this with you for a long time. This is great. I'm good. I'm glad we're doing it. You're living in Rio Rancho, right? Did you tell me in New Mexico? Yeah. So I, I actually split time between Kansas City and Rio Rancho. This Today I'm in Kansas City, um, but I split time. I've got a house in each place. Got it. Well, I, I as I said, we, we're talking about meat before the meal. I mean, nobody does barbecue like Kansas City for obvious. This is true. Reasons, but I have to tell you, we know a lot of my listeners know that I've been now two years in Arizona. I consider Arizona and and New Mexico a lot alike, the topography, everything down here. When I've driven through New Mexico, people go, Oh, it's so freaking boring. That's what I love about New Mexico. (laughs) It is similar to Montana big skies, small towns. How did you end up in New Mexico? It's still one of my favorite states. Oh, I was born in Santa Fe. So I was born there, born into it, and um, I, I grew up most of the time in New Mexico and part of the time in California, um, which gave me some interesting perspectives because those are very, very different cultures. Um, but yeah, so New Mexico has been home forever, and um, all of the other places I've lived, I always end up back there. So, um, you know, maybe a couple of decades ago, I finally just bought a house there, and, and now that's, that's the home base. Uh, and then if we live other places, that's great. But uh, that's where we'll end up. Well, I'm, I think you're in the right part of the, uh, the world, especially that I'm down here now and I have mine. So I'm, <laughs> so yes. I'm going to make the drive over to see you one of these days. We love Santa Fe. I, I think Santa Fe is so unique. And I love that. What is it? 6,000, 7,000 uh, above sea level height. It's, yeah, it's that, the original mile high, actually. Uh, it is. That they, they, high desert. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's uh, it's seventy eight hundred feet in Santa Fe, and it's a mile high in Albuquerque. Uh, so it's it's a much higher elevation than people think, and that's the difference between there and say Phoenix or the Valley or Tucson. Yes, and we're at even though I'm in North North Phoenix, we're only at two thousand feet elevation. So right, uh, and I like it. It's quiet and clean up here. It's beautiful. So being at five or six thousand feet, I'd probably like that as well. So uh, between us. It's hard for me to say this. We have um, 70 years of spa and wellness <laughs> experience. We should write all our stories down in a book over the 70 no years. No doubt. We've covered no doubt. Tell, Give us the short story on how you got started. I know culinary was involved and some other stuff, but go ahead and tell me how you got started. Sure. So I started uh, in spa and wellness just after my 14th birthday. Um, doing laundry at 10,000 Waves, which is a pretty, uh, I don't know if you want to call it infamous or famous spa in uh, Santa Fe. And I worked there about 10 years, um, all through high school and into college. Um, When I'd come back from college breaks, I worked there. And uh, I went to school for architecture and sort of Fell, fell out of love with that idea. And then I switched over to culinary and right down the road from you there, I went to Cordon Bleu and graduated uh, from there, Scottsdale Culinary Institute. And um, I started cooking basically. And, and simultaneously, I was still working at 10,000 Waves from time to time, but I had uh, 
started a salsa company with some partners and um, we did prepared foods and I ended up getting chicken pox at the age of 25, which is oh uh, not good for males of that age. And so I was, uh, I was pretty out of it. And um, after a month of bed rest, I decided to go back down and start cooking again. And I lost a finger <laughs> and uh, I cut my finger off in, in one of the filling machines. And so I couldn't work in the kitchen for a while. So I went back to 10,000 waves and, and did some, uh, I ran their lodging and whatnot. Um, and so spa just is like this vortex kept sucking me in from the time I was 14. And, um, I eventually ended up with whole foods and started opening whole foods and, and thought that was the company I was going to retire with. I loved the work. I loved the, uh, the energy and the flexibility and the freedom with that company at the time. And, um, when I was working there, somebody I had worked with in spas before came and saw me working there and said, Hey, I have this project for Hyatt. It's in New Mexico. Would you have any interest? And I said, no. <laughs> and she persisted. Uh, and I said, well, I'll give you a resume. You can turn in my resume if you want, but I'm headed to Italy for a month. So if they need me now, um, it's not going to work out. And I came back from Italy after a month, uh, just under a month, and they still wanted me. And so I started working with Hyatt. Um, I started doing their openings. I ran the Hyatt Tamayo. And then I switched to Starwood and, and ran uh, Aji, which is down there in Chandler, south of you. Yeah. Um, and then I started doing stuff for the corporate team at Starwood. Uh, and then I kind of left corporate and I was going to do my own thing. And I got tapped by a company in Denver, uh, Colorado called Spa Strategy. They were kind of a new emerging consulting firm, but they already had a lot of international work. And so I did that until the downturn. Uh, then I went on my own again through the downturn and then, uh, started my own company. And, and that kind of brings us to present. So I have a company called simple Lotus and I do consulting basically. I love it. Well, and I love the name of your company because our, when I ran new life systems, our, our private label product line was called Lotus touch. So anything uh, related to, yep. To Lotus, I absolutely love you. It's really funny. You took a very circuitous route to end up back where you started almost. I mean, you're not doing laundry at 10,000 waves, but you've no. done a lot of stuff that actually touches a lot of parts of the spot channel, food, architecture. I mean, all, all of that yeah. stuff is engaging. Menu your creation, uh, ideation. I do floor plans. I do, um, a lot of business development, um, you know, I did for a long time. I did a lot of feasibility studies. So I, I've done all sorts of things. I was also in the army in that time frame uh, for <laughs> a short stint. So I've done a lot of things, but that also plays into it. So I, I think I've always been that way, even as a kid. But when I started my own company, that was the idea was that I was going to use all the tools in my toolkit to do something. And it just sort of fits with this. I love it. And by the way, that you did salsa, I'll have to come back to that. I like mine spicy and with white corn chips from Sprouts. So right. uh, that's the way that I do uh, salsa. But I like when it's got some kick uh, in it. Otherwise, it tastes like beat up tomatoes to me. So um, uh, I'll, I'll love it along the way. You're also uh, doing some work with our friend Brennan Evans. I have a funny story about him, by the way, um, at Trilogy, right? So you're, you've got yes. companies... Um, you oh, can they? You have a website. They can. Where can our listeners find you if they want to check you out? 
Yeah, there's uh, simplelotus.com is the easy one. Also, my name, juststurgis.com. I've got just a, like a CV there for my portfolio, if you will. Um, and then you can find links to the LinkedIn and whatnot on those pages. Um, awesome. But yeah, I do. I work with. So the way that works, it's, it's a little um, interesting is both Spa Strategy, the company I mentioned earlier, who's now based out of the UK instead of Denver, and Trilogy, who's based out of Phoenix, where you are, um, they're actually clients of mine. Uh, they're clients of Simple Lotus, but they buy out almost 100% of my time. So I don't really do a lot of other uh, work um, outside of that. I'll do side projects here and there. Um, under Simple Lotus. But for the most part, I represent Trilogy as their VP of brand strategy. And I represent Spa Strategy as their VP of Spa Development. Um, and then Simple Lotus, when when I have a free moment, I represent myself. So sometimes that's <laughs> the way it works, right? Justin, what's changing in the spa? You know, we call it spa. It's spa, salon, wellness, resort, destination, aesthetics, it's everything, but we call it spa. What's changing in our world? What do you think are the things people should pay attention to? Well, I I mean, to me, I think everything is cyclical. Life is cyclical. And I see this industry very much that way as well. Um, Before it was an industry, right? Before it really was a big in the US, it was already established in other parts of the world. Um, And a lot of of what made spa, and we'll just use that term for now, even though it's umbrella, like you said, but what what made it interesting was the human touch, um, both physically and emotionally and, and energetically and those types of things. And as we became sort of an industry and it became more about money and it became more about KPIs and measurements and things, we sort of distance ourselves from that intimacy. But I feel the cycle coming back for a variety of reasons, not the least of which, you know, what's happened over the last couple of decades, the, the downturn in 2008, the 9-11 before that, and, and now the pandemic. Um, each time that happens, I feel like we re-gear regroup and we sort of go back to some simplicity. Um, and even, you know, we, you and I were at this show a few weeks ago and that's sort of what I picked up from that, that the, uh, even though technology is extremely important and there's no putting that back in the box, right. That's, that's out. But the way that we approach how technology and modern, um, ideas and modern mechanisms and tools and things work with the old school and the analog. That's what's changing to me. I see that there's this nice blending. Uh, and the best thing about that is it starts to encompass other areas like hospitals, like medicine, whether it's, you know, uh, Western or Eastern or atypical or, you know, what have you. Uh, and it also starts to embrace it or encompass things like food and beverage and activities and all of these things. So, to me, that's what it is, is, is it's we've just sort of become a little bit more gelatinous um, as an industry. We sort of more like water, right? We touch everything. Good use of the words. I have to tell you in all my travels, and that's a lot, although people keep kidding me and telling me that's so Kathy can get a vacation. That's why I travel a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, my, I'm of two minds, and it's not because I'm a Gemini either. I'm of one mind that I like grassroots 101 
touchy-feely massage at its root cause, its root mm -hmm. way of operating. I'm also a huge adapter of technology. I love yeah. technology. I'm interested in the new stuff. So I don't look at them as competing forces. I honestly think that they're, they blend well if used correctly um, together. What say you? 100%. I couldn't agree more. And I, I think if there's one unintended benefit of the pandemic, it's exactly what you just described. All of the Luddites, all of the people, I include most of my family members that were afraid of technology or, or didn't like technology, when they were forced to use it and adapt, they realized there was nothing to be afraid of. Uh, and they also then learned how to weave that into all of the ways of life that they had before. And so I see that all the time and, and in our industry, a whole bunch, right? Where um, it's not that we're leaving one behind to embrace the other. It's exactly what you said. There's a way to work together. There's a way to embrace it all. And, and that sort of approach of the last five or 10 years where, where specifically mobile phones were villainized, right? everywhere you went, it's get off your phone. It's put your phone down. Don't bring your phone into the spa, all of those kinds of things. Instead of villainizing it, we're starting to figure out how does it play a part? How does it play a role that's uh, still effective, right? You don't, you don't want somebody, you don't want a room full of people on their phones in the relaxation room, but at the same time, leaving that out is like leaving out a piece of the toolkit. So I think that there's ways to blend all of these things. And there's, and there's times and places for everything. You know, there are although, times to disconnect. Yes. As you know, we all live on cell phones, although you could have called me a Luddite also for showing you that I actually have a wired phone on my uh, desk. <laughs> yeah. But as you know, I use it because it's connected to a wireless headset. I barely ever pick up the telephone. I pick up right. the wireless headset. That's what I use. So, uh, but we're all going to be Luddites when the power goes out. <laughs> exactly. Forced. It was just the way we're forced into technology today. At some point, we're going to be forced back to the old school. I hope people yeah. are ready. Justin, you know, my team at the association has always been a big uh, collector of technology, of uh, technology, of uh, trends and other things. I don't like to be a prognosticator of trends, but I'm very good at feeling the industry and soaking them up and liking mm -hmm. to collate all that stuff together. So uh, Patty Byro, our, who's been our help with our education direction for a very long time, she's down in, uh, she's a uh, Patty Byro and Associates down in, um, on the coast of Texas. She's in Corpus Christi. She says yeah. with, with a lot of her clients today, it's the three S's, sleep, sex and supplements because sleep <laughs> is critical. Look at sleep eight. One of our friends from techno gym went there. Yep. Sexual wellness, big all, all across the board supplements, you know, for, for, I mean, I take them, I take beta glucan every day because I know it's antibacterial, antiviral, and I travel a lot. It's part of my supplements, but I add two more touch and technology. I always tell her it's the S's yeah. and the T's because there you have to be a good combiner of a lot of things. And if I'm running a facility or I work in a spa channel facility today, I better be very flexible and very adaptive at, at adding a lot of things, subtracting a lot of things. But I still say it comes back to grassroots 101. I want to be touched. 
but I want to book my appointment online. Don't make me call you. <laughs> right? right. I want to be able to do both at the same time. Yeah. I, I think you've, you've hit on something there. The, the other thing that we're getting better at as an industry, and, and I think a lot of industries are, is adaptability and flexibility. We spent so many years designing all of these, and I don't mean just our industry, everything, airlines, rental cars, hotels, restaurants, uh, stock market, everything's about processes, right? And it's all these parameters and all of these restrictive elements. Uh, and, and what we're seeing now, especially with the newer generation, I have young daughters, I see it in them all the time. They don't want that. They want the flexibility to sort of um, design their own story in whatever it is they're doing, whether they're going to eat or they're going to the beach or they're going to a spa, they want some ability to have um, their own say and to curate that process. And the only way that really happens, the irony of it is the way that works is then we have to have better processes, (laughs) which allow us to have a foundation so that when we do flex outside of that, we have a kind of feel safe. But I see that everything that you just listed out, the three S's and the two T's, um, I think I'd add another S and that's simplicity. The the simpler you can make all of that, the easier you can kind of take those building blocks and those components and move them around and adapt when somebody comes through your doors that doesn't want to do it exactly the way you thought they would do it. We've been speaking with Justin Sturgis today. He and I have 70 years of Spa Channel experience and he moves between uh, Kansas City and New Mexico. Justin in the, oh, you can find him at simplelotus.com. In the few seconds we have left, um, I want to ask you, because you speak about your daughters, right? Like I've raised my children in the spa channel. What's in it for young people? Why do you think they should join the spa channel and do what we've done all these years? Impact. Right. This generation is all about impact. And you talk about an opportunity to make an impact. This industry is chock full of those opportunities. Right. We can do it through a variety of different things, but most notably connection. It's what you said a minute ago. It's that intimacy. It's the touch. You call it grassroots, but it's, you know, it's the base level of being able to touch somebody and have an effect on their day and possibly their life. I think this industry, we're unlike any other, there's such an intimate relationship that happens uh, immediately. There's no grooming here. We're not, we're not getting to know one another. You book an appointment, you lay on a table and you're as intimate as it gets. So there, there isn't a ramp up and that gives us a huge amount of responsibility, but also a tremendous amount of opportunity to make an impact. We are a long way from when my boyfriends used to call me go, um, getting a massage. Do I take my underwear off or what do (laughs) I, now all they do is call me to tell me about the great experience they had at whatever spa they went to. Right. Exactly. Justin, we could do this for two more hours. We'll just have to do another podcast along the way. Thank you a ton for being with us today. Always love chatting with you and really appreciate your time. Same. I appreciate it. I love the flexibility of your show too. I'm all over the board. So you know that. (laughs) Thanks, Justin. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.